Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I appreciate you pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. This is the first episode of 2019, and this episode is brought to you by my friends at Amplifier. Now, some of you offer physical products to your customers and to your fans, like t-shirts and mugs and stickers and other printed items, or maybe other things entirely. But taking care of shipping all those things, oh my gosh, that is a total nightmare because you have to go to the post office and stand in line, and ugh, who wants to do that? Well, my friends at Amplifier, they take care of all of that for you. They do both screen printing and fulfillment. They are fantastic to work with. In fact, if you haven't bought yet one of the Try New Things t-shirts at trynewthings.shop, jump over there right now and buy a shirt. It's going to be printed and mailed. Totally all of the facilitation necessary will be taken care of by my friends at Amplifier. They have made this process of selling these shirts so easy for me that I have to promote them to you. They are a great sponsor of this show. Jump over to Amplifier dot com slash cool things and sign up today if you need to get products mailed out they have a whole warehouse or if you need to have some stuff screen printed they can do both print on demand or larger orders awesome company to work with and i'm glad that they're a sponsor of this show now as we go into the new year i want to talk about how do you start if you didn't have a great year in 2018 I know if you listen to everybody, everybody talks about, oh, it was my best year ever and all these different things, but not everybody feels that way. Some people feel 2018, maybe it sucked or maybe it was just blah. Maybe you didn't reach your goals. Lots of things can leave you at this transition time of the new year feeling like I don't want 2019 to look anything like 2018. And I'm going to be really honest about this. My 2018 wasn't great. 2017 was my record year. It was the year I had strived for, for seven or eight years to get my business to. It felt awesome. Everything went really well. And I came into 2018 feeling jazzed, but also with my expectation levels for what I was going to do in 2018 really high. Now, if you follow me on social media or you look at the number of times I was able to speak and some of the great clients I worked with, you'd be like, Tom, what are you talking about? I was following you. People are telling me this all the time. 2018 rocked. Well, 2018 didn't rock. Now, it didn't suck, and I'm not going to sit here and complain and say, oh, is me, the sky is falling. But I missed my numbers, my goals, and I missed the actual reality of 2017 by a large number. Now, there was a lot of great things that happened in 2018, both in my personal life and in my business, and I don't mean to discredit all of those great things. I have to be honest, I worked with some amazing clients. I actually got out of my shell and did some things that were different as a speaker that really resonated well with audiences, and I feel real positive about that. However, when I look at the numbers, and I'm a numbers guy because my career before I got into speaking and hosting this show, I was a sales and marketing person. Sales and marketing is all about driving the numbers, and the problem was it was my first down year. 
Now, April 1st, 2019 is going to mark 10 years that I have been working full-time as a professional speaker, master of ceremonies, and trainer. Now, that's awesome because that was sort of a dream job. To be able to say I've done that for a decade is fantastic. And 2018 was okay. I paid my mortgage every month. I paid my health care, which, by the way, has gotten so expensive. My health care is the single largest expense that my family has. And when someone gets sick, it barely covers anything. So I don't even I don't even know what to do there. That's probably a whole other episode where we should get somebody on who can talk to the small solopreneur about how to get out of this nightmare of the expense of crappy health care that costs a lot of money. But I digress. Anyway, I had an okay year. But I'm a goal setter. I'm a person who wants to be inspired. I want to be fired up. I want to be making progress. I want to see myself achieving. And 2017, it wasn't even flat. It was the first time working for myself that I can say I moved backwards. And that really had me had me really frustrated in the fourth quarter. There were a lot of things that, that I was blaming myself. I was pointing fingers. A lot of things were going on. But I've spent the last month, I've spent all of December really getting focused. I also, a couple months ago, hired a salesperson to help me do some outbound uh, calls. And he's actually creating some business. We've, we've landed our first contract. He's got several more things going. He might be the single best thing I did in 2018 to make 2019 better because I found the right person to actually be on my team. If you're a solopreneur, you have to have support. Maybe it's a part-time person, maybe it's a contractor, maybe it's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your best friend, whoever it is, you need to have some people on your team. And I think I got to the point where I felt like I didn't have anybody on my team, I really did. But anyway, I didn't have a great year. So I've spent time thinking about what can I do to change that? And in talking to a bunch of my friends and some of my clients and other people, in our society, we don't admit, yeah, last year kind of sucked or last year was flat or I went backwards. It's just not what we do. When you talk to people and go, yay, how was it? People go, oh, it was great. It's like when you run into somebody on the street, you go, oh, how are things? Oh, things are fine. Oftentimes things aren't fine. And that's the position a lot of us find ourselves as we make this transition from 2018 to 2019. Things aren't fine. And you know what? It's okay. That's part of life. I I did a little bit of studying of of Buddhism, and I by no means understand everything that goes on. But one of the the first truths in Buddhism is that suffering and pain exist in life. And I think that translates entirely over to having a business or having a career. Sometimes things are going to suck or sometimes things aren't going to turn out the way you wanted them to turn out. And you know what? That's just life. It's okay. If you Last year, if you relate to what I'm talking about, if you're like, some of you may have said, no way, my life is awesome and you've turned off this podcast already. Some of you have been like, oh my God, Tom, you are speaking to my soul. This is the life I'm living. If you're that latter one, if you're saying, yeah, 2018 wasn't great, I have seven ideas, seven tips that I am going to work really hard to follow in the new year, and I think they can help you. So take out a pencil or a paper or open up your laptop or go to your notes on your phone because you're going to want to write these down because I think these seven things, as simple as they sound, are what we need to launch into the new year if we're coming out of a year that has frustrated the bejeebas out of it. Number one, learn from the hard knocks. Yep, as I said, pain and suffering and failure, this is all part of life. But if we don't really look at it and assess what happened, I mean, assess your strengths, not the whole year, no matter what was going wrong, 
everything didn't suck. But sometimes we forget that and we just look at our failures. Assess your strengths. Look at what you did well last year. Look at the decisions you made that really were good. You know, I I emceed a couple of events last year that I think were the best work I've ever done. I did a series of four keynotes in November, almost back to back across the country. I traveled everywhere. And I think that those talks, I think they were some of my best content and some of the most uh, creative stuff that I've done with audiences in my whole career. So I had to write that down. I had to assess the positives and not just look at, oh, my sales sucked and I made a couple of bad investments as far as trying to invest in coaches and some other things to help my business that really just kind of went plop. Instead of focusing on the things that went plop, I had to assess what I did that was really great. So do that. Sit down and look at your year. Look at 2018 and said, where did I kick ass? What was I doing that was fantastic? But at the same time, admit your weaknesses. On the decisions you made or the actions that you took or the actions you failed to take, admit it. Take ownership of it. Don't point fingers. Don't blame others. Take full ownership of the crap that was 2018. Just take ownership of it. So the first thing is, is learn from those hard knocks. Write them down. Figure out what they were. And then say, if I could make that decision again, what would I do differently? Map it out. Write it down. Get it clear as far as what it is that you would do if you could invent a time machine and fly back 12 months to this exact moment and start over, what are the different things you could do? Create a learning lesson from it. I did this and I'll tell you what, it was hard on me because I made some silly mistakes. I I did some rookie moves for a guy who's been in business 10 years, but I'm not going to make those same mistakes in 2019. I will promise you, I will make some mistakes in 2019, but I'm learning from the ones I made in 2018 that set me back financially. Number two, make a plan to take action. Set it down. Actually get off your butt and do something. Part of it is do what I'm talking about right now. If you just sit back and wallow in what's going on, nothing's going to be there. So make sure that everything about 2019, your, your word for the year should be action. It should be about doing things. It should be about getting things done. It should be reaching in there and touching uh, the the work that has to be done. So take action because doing nothing is going to hurt more than ever before. So this year has to be about doing if you want to get out of that rut. And number three, don't dwell on last year. Let it go. After you've sat down and, and, and created your learning lesson, let it go. I have let go of 2018. I almost didn't even want to record this episode because I knew I was going to have to rehash the stuff I promised that I had let go of. But I wanted to be very forthcoming and honest about the fact that, yeah, sometimes things suck, even when things are going well. That's one of the things is sometimes we don't even notice. We see someone near us and it appears that they're doing great and we think, oh, they're doing great. But their life, their life has other things going on that suck. But I'm not going to dwell on what sucked last year. I am now going forward just going to focus on the better stuff. Number four, set goals. At this time of year, you're going to see a bunch of articles coming out where people say, goal setting doesn't work. New Year's resolutions are stupid. I think that's ridiculous. Goal setting and New Year's resolutions do work if you stick with it. What doesn't work is if you just write things down and think magic fairy dust is going to fly up your butt. That's not the trick. You have to actually go back to what I said number two. You have to take actions, but you have to know what you're going to take your actions on. So tip number four is set 
goals. And I mean really write down what is it that I want to accomplish in these goals. Create them. My friend Chad Goldwasser, who is a very successful real... Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I appreciate you pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. This is the first episode of 2019, and this episode is brought to you by my friends at Amplifier. Now, some of you offer physical products to your customers and to your fans, like t-shirts and mugs and stickers and other printed items, or maybe other things entirely. But taking care of shipping all those things, oh my gosh, that is a total nightmare because you have to go to the post office and stand in line, and who wants to do that? Well, my friends at Amplifier, they take care of all of that for you. They do both screen printing and fulfillment. They are fantastic to work with. In fact, if you haven't bought yet one of the Try New Things t-shirts at trynewthings.shop, jump over there right now and buy a shirt. It's going to be printed and mailed. Totally all of the facilitation necessary will be taken care of by my friends at Amplifier. They have made this process of selling these shirts so easy for me that I have to promote them to you. They are a great sponsor of this show. Jump over to Amplifier dot com slash cool things and sign up today if you need to get products mailed out they have a whole warehouse or if you need to have some stuff screen printed they can do both print on demand or larger orders awesome company to work with and i'm glad that they're a sponsor of this show now as we go into the new year i want to talk about how do you start if you didn't have a great year in 2018 I know if you listen to everybody, everybody talks about, oh, it was my best year ever and all these different things, but not everybody feels that way. Some people feel 2018, maybe it sucked or maybe it was just blah. Maybe you didn't reach your goals. Lots of things can leave you at this transition time of the new year feeling like I don't want 2019 to look anything like 2018. And I'm going to be really honest about this. My 2018 wasn't great. 2017 was my record year. It was the year I had strived for, for seven or eight years to get my business to. It felt awesome. Everything went really well. And I came into 2018 feeling jazzed, but also with my expectation levels for what I was going to do in 2018 really high. Now, if you follow me on social media or you look at the number of times I was able to speak and some of the great clients I worked with, you'd be like, Tom, what are you talking about? I was following you. People are telling me this all the time. 2018 rocked. Well, 2018 didn't rock. Now, it didn't suck, and I'm not going to sit here and complain and say, oh, is me, the sky is falling. But I missed my numbers, my goals, and I missed the actual reality of 2017 by a large number. Now, there was a lot of great things that happened in 2018, both in my personal life and in my business, and I don't mean to discredit all of those great things. I have to be honest, I worked with some amazing clients. I actually got out of my shell and did some things that were different as a speaker that really resonated well with audiences, and I feel real positive about that. However, when I look at the numbers, and I'm a numbers guy because my career before I got into speaking and hosting this show, I was a sales and marketing person. Sales and marketing is all about driving the numbers, and the problem was it was my first down year. 
Now, April 1st, 2019 is going to mark 10 years that I have been working full-time as a professional speaker, master of ceremonies, and trainer. Now, that's awesome because that was sort of a dream job. To be able to say I've done that for a decade is fantastic. And 2018 was okay. I paid my mortgage every month. I paid my health care, which, by the way, has gotten so expensive. My health care is the single largest expense that my family has. And when someone gets sick, it barely covers anything. So I don't even I don't even know what to do there. That's probably a whole other episode where we should get somebody on who can talk to the small solopreneur about how to get out of this nightmare of the expense of crappy health care that costs a lot of money. But I digress. Anyway, I had an okay year. But I'm a goal setter. I'm a person who wants to be inspired. I want to be fired up. I want to be making progress. I want to see myself achieving. And 2017, it wasn't even flat. It was the first time working for myself that I can say I moved backwards. And that really had me had me really frustrated in the fourth quarter. There were a lot of things that, that I was blaming myself. I was pointing fingers. A lot of things were going on. But I've spent the last month, I've spent all of December really getting focused. I also, a couple months ago, hired a salesperson to help me do some outbound uh, calls. And he's actually creating some business. We've, we've landed our first contract. He's got several more things going. He might be the single best thing I did in 2018 to make 2019 better because I found the right person to actually be on my team. If you're a solopreneur, you have to have support. Maybe it's a part-time person. Maybe it's a contractor. Maybe it's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your best friend, whoever it is. You need to have some people on your team. And I think I got to the point where I felt like I didn't have anybody on my team. I really did. But anyway, I didn't have a great year. So I've spent time thinking about what can I do to change that? And in talking to a bunch of my friends and some of my clients and other people, in our society, we don't admit, yeah, last year kind of sucked or last year was flat or I went backwards. It's just not what we do. When you talk to people and go, yay, how was it? People go, oh, it was great. It's like when you run into somebody on the street, you go, oh, how are things? Oh, things are fine. Oftentimes things aren't fine. And that's the position a lot of us find ourselves as we make this transition from 2018 to 2019. Things aren't fine. And you know what? It's okay. That's part of life. I I did a little bit of studying of of Buddhism, and I by no means understand everything that goes on. But one of the the first truths in Buddhism is that suffering and pain exist in life. And I think that translates entirely over to having a business or having a career. Sometimes things are going to suck or sometimes things aren't going to turn out the way you wanted them to turn out. And you know what? That's just life. It's okay. If you last year, if you relate to what I'm talking about, if you're like, some of you may have said, no way, my life is awesome. And you've turned off this podcast already. Some of you have been like, oh my God, Tom, you are speaking to my soul. This is the life I'm living. If you're that latter one, if you're saying, yeah, 2018 wasn't great, I have seven ideas, seven tips that I am going to work really hard to follow in the new year, and I think they can help you. So take out a pencil or a paper or open up your laptop or go to your notes on your phone because you're going to want to write these down because I think these seven things, as simple as they sound, are what we need to launch into the new year if we're coming out of a year that has frustrated the bejeebas out of it. Number one, learn from the hard knocks. Yep, as I said, pain and suffering and failure, this is all part of life. But if we don't really look at it and assess what happened, I mean, assess your strengths, not the whole year, no matter what was going wrong, 
everything didn't suck. But sometimes we forget that and we just look at our failures. Assess your strengths. Look at what you did well last year. Look at the decisions you made that really were good. You know, I I emceed a couple of events last year that I think were the best work I've ever done. I did a series of four keynotes in November, almost back to back across the country. I traveled everywhere. And I think that those talks, I think they were some of my best content and some of the most uh, creative stuff that I've done with audiences in my whole career. So I had to write that down. I had to assess the positives and not just look at, oh, my sales sucked and I made a couple of bad investments as far as trying to in- invest in coaches and some other things to help my business that really just kind of went plop. Instead of focusing on the things that went plop, I had to assess what I did that was really great. So do that. Sit down and look at your year. Look at 2018 and said, where did I kick ass? What was I doing that was fantastic? But at the same time, admit your weaknesses on the decisions you made or the actions that you took or the actions you failed to take, admit it, take ownership of it. Don't point fingers, don't blame others. Take full ownership of the crap that was 2018. Just take ownership of it. So the first thing is, is learn from those hard knocks. Write them down, figure out what they were, and then say, if I could make that decision again, what would I do differently? Map it out, write it down. Get it clear as far as what it is that you would do if you could invent a time machine and fly back 12 months to this exact moment and start over, what are the different things you could do? Create a learning lesson from it. I did this and I'll tell you what, it was hard on me because I made some silly mistakes. I I did some rookie moves for a guy who's been in business 10 years, but I'm not going to make those same mistakes in 2019. I will promise you, I will make some mistakes in 2019, but I'm learning from the ones I made in 2018 that set me back financially. Number two, make a plan to take action. Set it down. Actually get off your butt and do something. Part of it is do what I'm talking about right now. If you just sit back and wallow in what's going on, nothing's going to be there. So make sure that everything about 2019, your your word for the year should be action. It should be about doing things. It should be about getting things done. It should be reaching in there and touching uh, the the work that has to be done. So take action because doing nothing is going to hurt more than ever before. So this year has to be about doing if you want to get out of that rut. And number three, don't dwell on last year. Let it go. After you've sat down and, and, and created your learning lesson, let it go. I have let go of 2018. I almost didn't even want to record this episode because I knew I was going to have to rehash the stuff I promised that I had let go of. But I wanted to be very forthcoming and honest about the fact that, yeah, sometimes things suck, even when things are going well. That's one of the things is sometimes we don't even notice. We see someone near us and it appears that they're doing great and we think, oh, they're doing great. But their life, their life has other things going on that suck. But I'm not going to dwell on what sucked last year. I am now going forward just going to focus on the better stuff. Number four, set goals. At this time of year, you're going to see a bunch of articles coming out where people say, goal setting doesn't work. New Year's resolutions are stupid. I think that's ridiculous. Goal setting and New Year's resolutions do work if you stick with it. What doesn't work is if you just write things down and think magic fairy dust is going to fly up your butt. That's not the trick. You have to actually go back to what I said, number two, you have to take actions, but you have to know what you're going to take your actions on. So tip number four is set 
goals. And I mean really write down what is it that I want to accomplish in these goals. Create them. My friend Chad Goldwasser, who is a very successful realtor, he's releasing a new book this year called Restart. He fully understands this whole topic because his whole life cratered several years ago. And he had all kinds of issues going on that you wouldn't wish on anybody. And now, poof, he has this great career. He just married a wonderful woman. He has all these good things happening. But the thing was is that he writes his goals down. He laminates them. He keeps one on his dashboard. He puts them in his shower. He carries them in his wallet. If you run into Chad and you're like, Chad, show me your goals for the year. Boom, he has a copy on his phone. He has a printout. Be very clear of what you want to do and then stay focused on it. You have to know what you're going to do in order to take those actions. So really sit down and write goals. And I think you have to have three types of goals. I think you need to have personal, like life goals, like, like for you and your family and things you want to accomplish there, because that's why we work, right? It's all about our, our life. We don't, we don't uh, live to work. We should work to live. So have some personal goals, things you want to do, trips you want to take with your spouse, things you want to do with your kids, uh, things, uh, activities you want to do with your parents or your siblings or your best friends. Have some personal goals. And then have some, and by some, I mean like two. Don't have like, I have one friend who showed me his list of goals for the year and he had like 47 goals and it's like, whoa there, cowboy. That is way too many. Have like a couple of personal goals that are really attainable, but, but make you work. And then have a couple of business goals. And again, two, three max of what you really want to accomplish. And then reverse engineer those steps that you're gonna have to take in order to do it. And then number three, you gotta have what I call some soul goals. Something that you do to feed your soul that's just about you. So as you know, if you listen to the show, I've been doing a little bit of stand-up comedy in the last year. And I met a young man when I was in Kansas City, a uh, really sharp guy, father of four. He was about 30 years old, uh, so pretty young to have four kids. And he was out there at open mic night. And the problem was, was that he really wanted to pursue this, not to leave his job and go be a professional comic, but he liked the art and the craft. And he'd done it in college and always wanted to pursue it, but life happens. And he had four kids. And he, he wasn't sure his wife was going to be really supportive of him going to open mic night every week. And I told him, look, you have to have something, even if it's one night a week, that's for you. That's just about your life, your soul, your it feeds you. And he had a conversation with his wife about it. And she said, great, if that's what you want to do, let's find a way to get you to open mic night, if not every week, at least a couple of times a month. And I think that's awesome. You have to have that type of a relationship with your partner where they're going to let you go do something that's just for you. My father loved to golf and every Saturday of my life when I was a kid and for 15 years that they were married before I was born and then every year up until he couldn't do it anymore, my father went golfing on Saturday morning. That was just for him. Uh, my brothers golf, they weren't invited. My mom didn't golf, so she wasn't invited. Uh, I didn't golf. I wasn't invited. That was just his time. So find something that feeds your soul, but make sure you have personal goals, business goals, and soul goals. And again, only about two in each category, because otherwise you're going to get overwhelmed. And then number five, this tip, <laughs> if you listen to this show, you know uh, this has taken over my life in the last two years. Number five is try new things. If you do the same things over and over, you're going to get the same results. You absolutely have to shake things up. And that means you have to get out there and push yourself out of your comfort zone. I started doing the stand-up comedy this year, not because I'm going to go be a professional comic. I doubt that that's going to happen. However, 
It's making me a better speaker. I never would have dreamed when I got challenged to go to an open mic night with a friend of mine in New York who's a comedian that I would have done 32 open mics last year. However, now if you look at me when I'm on stage giving a speech, I'm not doing stand-up bits, but I am so much more comfortable. I'm so much more playful, all because I got out there and tried something new. A couple of years ago, I jumped off of a high building in a, at the sky jump off the stratosphere in Las Vegas. I'm scared of heights. However, I did it again with my future son-in-law and my, uh, my other daughter, <laughs> my daughter who's marrying the young man. She was not going to jump off the 108th story no matter what. But uh, my 17-year-old and my uh, future son-in-law and then my niece's boyfriend, we all went and did it. It had been a couple of years since I'd done it. But you know what? It wasn't as scary the second time. Trying something new shows you that you can do something new. And the next time you do it, it's just that much easier. I sell these shirts that say, try new things, period. Bam, that's all there is to it. I think it is the philosophy to have a better year. Even if you fail, you become stronger. Even if you hate it. My wife wanted to go to the surf park in Austin. It's an inland thing where they have fake waves. And we went surfing at this giant surf park. My wife had a ball. I absolutely hated it. I hurt my shoulder. I didn't like it. But you know what? I got out there and tried. Doesn't mean I have to do it again, but I went and did it. And I'm so glad that I did it, even though I hated it. That's the point. Get out there and try new things because you're going to love some of it. You're going to learn from some of it and you're going to realize some things. Yeah, that's not for me. So uh, if you want, you can get one of these shirts. It'll remind you and you can get them at trynewthings.shop. Jump over today uh, and buy one. But seriously, you've got to try new things. That is the key to making 2019 better in a business way and in a personal way. And it'll fill your soul with joy when you're actually finding things that you're, you're attempting and you're really liking them. Number six, you have to build better human relationships, which means you have to network. If you go back in the archives of cool things entrepreneurs do, about four, three or four episodes, there's one titled Networking in 2019. Go back and listen to that episode. There is so many reasons why connecting with people in this world where everybody's looking for digital links and likes and shares and follow, there's a reason why having those human connections really matter. And I'm not gonna go deep into it now because I just did it in that other episode, but go back and listen to that episode because it will inspire you to remember that 2019 has to be the year of personal connection if you wanna find more success. And then number seven, you have to be realistic about what you're trying to accomplish. I think 2018 was painful for me because I had such a great 2017. I set my goals too high. I just thought it was gonna be easy. I thought the phone, because the phone had rung like crazy in December of 2017, I thought the sales were just gonna keep coming in. I sort of believed my own press. I wasn't being realistic about what it was gonna take to maintain that level of business. So you have to be realistic. So really quick, number one, learn from your hard knocks. Number two, take actions all the time. Number three, don't dwell on the past. Number four, take time to set real goals and be serious about it. Number five, ding, ding, ding. Number five is try new things. because we can't get enough of trying new things around here at Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Number six, build real human relationships. And number seven, be realistic about what you're trying to accomplish. I think if we all can focus on that, let's do it together. I'm gonna be interviewing people all year where we're gonna be talking about what do we need to do 
to be successful. Let's do this together. Get Come on in and be part of that Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do community. Now, wouldn't be complete if I don't thank the other sponsor of this show. This episode was brought to you by Podfly Productions, and Podfly is the producer of this program. I could never have created four years and over 400 episodes of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do if it wasn't for Podfly Productions. They do all the heavy lifting and the technical work. All I have to do is record the show. They edit it, they get it uploaded, they make sure that it's wherever you're listening to it, on my website, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on YouTube. They make sure all of that stuff happens magically. They also make sure that if I have a coughing attack in the middle of recording, you never hear it because they clip it out and they make it sound beautiful. So if you want to start a podcast in 2019, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So are you with me? If you think 2019 is going to be a great year, if you want to be part of that cool things entrepreneurs do community, reach out to me. Send me a note at tom at tomsinger.com. Say I'm a podcast listener. Make sure you put something in the subject line, not just hey or something so that I'll make sure I open it. Uh, also, you can find out all the information you'd ever want about me at tomsinger.com. Uh, you can buy the shirt at trynewthings.shop. And then if you really like the show, do me a favor in 2019. Find a way to tell someone else. Promote it. Put it on your social media. Talk about it on LinkedIn. Do something because the way people find this show, every single time when I ask a new listener who writes me, it's always because a friend of mine told me about it. Very few people find it through some sort of organic search. It's always word of mouth. And that's the truth with my speaking business too. If you work for a company or you belong to an association that's having a meeting in 2019, just tell the meeting planner that I exist. I may not be the right fit. I'm not the right fit for every meeting. However, if they don't know about me, I can't make the short list. And if I don't make the short list, I certainly can't win. So join the community because that's what a community does. We talk each other up. Let me know who you are. How can I help you. Please reach out to me. I want to make 2019 the year of human connection, and that means I need to know who you are. So reach out to me, and let's see if there's a love connection that we can build a real friendship with each other. All right, that's all I got for this episode. Every Tuesday through this year are going to be these shorter episodes with me chatting about some sort of an idea. On Thursday, we're going to have the interviews. We're changing up the format this year because of that whole idea of try new things. I am so excited to take this show into 2019. I'm excited about the fact that I'm not going to have a down year. I'm going to have an up year and I'm I'm going to I'm I'm just going to have fun along the way. I'm going to put the past behind me and I am going to get out there and I'm going to try to be as helpful as I can to every single person who I meet because that's where I get jazzed up. I love what I do. I am the most fortunate person that I know because I actually get to do what I dreamed of doing and I'm not going to let a shitty year hold me back. All right, folks, thank you so much. Please reach out to me and go out there and try something new. And while you're at it, have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.